Blog Talk Radio. And all, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and we have a really cool show coming up. First, have any of you ever been a member of a fraternity or a sorority? Well, how about a fraternity? This is one club you definitely want to hear more about, and Cheryl Harvey is here this morning to tell us all about it. And after our halftime break, Tamar Geller, the creator of a very special dog training DVD called the Loved Dog. We'll be checking in and giving some really excellent tips for training your dog compassionately. We'll get started right after a very quick break, so don't go away. Great stuff just ahead here on the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewlett, and Cheryl Harvey is joining us now. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, um, we had a little fun with the name of your organization. It's not a fraternity. It's not a sorority. It's a fraternity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell yes. me, yeah. what is a fraternity? <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of like a party club for your dog. We're a dog walk dog walking social club and we um we do a little exercise here and there but mostly we go to the restaurants with our dogs and bring them and we par- basically party with our pooch and have great meals and network and have fun and it's it's just a fun social club. Wow, okay, so you've got a restaurant yes. with your dogs. Now, I know there are dog-friendly restaurants you must have scouted around a lot of restaurants who would welcome dogs. Yes. I'm doing my best to talk everybody into it. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're opening the door for more and more dogs at more and more restaurants. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to. I think in this economic time, um, people are starting to think outside the box a little bit more. Uh-huh. And, you know, people who love their dogs usually are willing to spend money and time, you know, to spend time with their dog. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of an avenue that I think most restaurants should tap into. Sure. Yeah. So what are the health rules about it? Uh, basically, it has to have an outside entrance to the patio. Okay. You know, you can't bring your dog through the hostess stand to go okay. to a patio. So they uh-huh. have to have an outside entrance. And technically, the rule is they're not allowed to be around pet, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, food preparation. Okay. Which, you know, is the kitchen. Uh-huh. So, but they're not allowed inside the restaurants, and that is basically up to the proprietor. So if you own a restaurant and you want to have dogs on your patio, you can at any time. Well, if they're just not allowed around the food food preparation area, then why aren't they allowed on the inside of that the That I don't know. That uh, I don't know. But, yeah, well, because it would be l- nice, especially on rainy days <laughs> and you have your <laughs> habit of wanting to go someplace, but you can't because the patio is closed. It would be nice if you could go in, especially if your pet's house broken. Too. Right. Well, you know, there's a lot of open kitchens now. If you look uh-huh. at the way restaurants are being built, oh, you know, there are kitchens true. out in the so you can see the chef's cook. Uh-huh. So that probably is a um, violation. Okay, that's too bad. But there's a lot of covered patios. That's I mean, true. that's the thing I do now. And okay. I walk around and I look for a covered patio. <laughs> wow. Now, what are some restaurants that you go to? 
Um, well, a lot of them are on my website, but right now, basically, we started in Irvine and we're branching out. Okay. So, um, Tijuana Long Bar, they had us there. We had margaritas with our dogs. Uh-huh. They're right there in Irvine. And, and what your dogs drink? <laughs> Just water out of the <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's a really good question. Okay. Um, do they get the pretty margarita bowl? <laughs> no, but you know what? We'll start working on that. Okay. <laughs> You learn as you go. It's like I've never done a dog club before, so I'm learning a lot at the same time. But okay. um, Britta's Cafe over by UCI is completely dog-friendly and has been for years, and she's just going to do a regular yappy hour every first oh, Friday of the funny. month. Yappy hour. So, yeah, we're doing the yappy <laughs> hour there. I'm having a blast coming up with the names. We had the Tijuana's. We did um, Wags and Mags, and, you know, we're doing Chowder at Blue Water Grill in February. Uh-huh. And... Um, uh, we did a brunch, a Paws and Claws brunch at the Wyndham Hotel in Costa Mesa. He is dog friendly all the time too. Well, we so, had them on the show a few months oh, ago. Oh, you did. And we talked about that. Yeah. It's so nice. They have a whole hotel package for people who yeah. are traveling with their pets. Yeah. Which is really, really uh, we nice. We saw some cats there. Uh huh. Yeah, having brunch. Well, they weren't with us, but there was a table there, and people had cats on a leash, and they were having brunch. Wow. Yeah. And the cats are calm. Yeah. Oh, that's unusual yeah. for a kitty. Yeah. We. I took a lot of pictures. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> that's really neat. Yeah. Now, um, how do people join the dog club fraternity if they wanted to? Um, well, basically, I have a voicemail box, uh, telephone number, and then I have a um, email, and then there's a website you can check out. But the the website is just for information. You have to actually get onto the email address, the info at the fraternity site dot com. Yeah, do you have to go through some special initiations, like, you know, wear a a dog hat on your head for three days and bark all your answers (laughs) to everybody no matter what they ask you? It's funny because I asked the club at one of the events, I said, hey, let's think of some hazing rituals, you know. We haven't gotten that far, but I fully plan on it, maybe bunny ears on the dog or, you know, I fully plan on doing that, trust me. you got to make the human do some humiliating things. (laughs) But yeah, we have to do enough humiliating things already. <laughs> Sit, stay, lay down. Yeah, we, we're we're working on that. <laughs> oh, okay, actually. Okay. Yeah, if anybody wants to give me ideas, please let me know. Yeah, do you have a website? Yes, it's uh, the fraternity site s i t e dot com. Okay. Yeah. Now, are you monitoring traffic to your site? Does it look like it's pretty popular? I don't. You know, this is not a profit thing. This is just a fun thing. Yeah. So, I do everything little bits at a time, and I built the website myself, and I really don't know how to do that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to get some techie people over to yeah. volunteer and help you out there. Yeah, well, we're we're growing pretty strong, you know. I get I have somebody sign up almost every day. Wow. Yeah. And how many members do you have roughly so far? I have 60 people that show up at wow. the events, not all at once, okay. but that are active fraternity members. Okay. And then I have an email blast about 300 people. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Now, in addition to the socializing and all the fun and the eating and all that stuff, I heard you do some educational things, too. Yes. Actually, um, in fact, at Blue Water Grill, we're having a, a dog trainer um, serious canine training is coming out to do a, a demonstration or uh, speak, you know, speaking. Um, we've had a dog trainer, but from Wags and Wiggles came out one time. We'd like to do a canine demonstration with the police, you know, have them come out oh, and do it. That'd be yeah. fun, but uh-huh. I haven't gotten into that yet. Um, but we do. We try to raise money as well. You know, we have a coffee can program where we pass a coffee can around for a different rescue every single time. Oh. So we kind of try to partner up every single event with 
either a sponsor, meaning, which doesn't mean anything, except for I put their name on my flyers. Okay. And, um, uh, in fact, St. Michelle Winery is helping us with this next one, so they're my sponsor, and he just donated some raffle prizes. And well, so. that's really nice. Yeah. What are some of the rescues you've helped so far? We have had cuddly canines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we I'm did with them. them. And mm-hmm. we did Critter Crossing. Okay. Yeah, and um, we, I want to do German Shepherd Rescue. We just haven't, you know, it's a lot of work, and I just yeah. haven't gotten to the point. I'm trying to set the calendar for the whole year this year. Okay. So I have almost every month booked. And then at that point, once I found the location, then I can go and talk to the people that we're going to wor- be working with. But but I try to have a coffee can rescue at every event. Okay. And hopefully a, a guest speaker or demonstration. Okay. Now, what made you decide to start something like this? <laughs> I mean, I know you work full-time and you have zero free time, basically, so you're inventing time, you know, yeah. by not sleeping, probably. This is my, what used to be my social life is now my dog's social oh, life, but okay. that's okay, because uh-huh. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that most people know the story. Look, I, I get choked up every time I talk about it. Um, my dog, Tootie, passed away uh, a year ago this month, uh-huh. and... She, I got her from the pound when she was eight years old, so she was an older dog, and she was really well-behaved and a good, good dog. But I kind of brought her home for protection because uh-huh. I lived alone in not the greatest neighborhood. But, you know, 12 minutes into it, I was madly in love. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, When she passed away, I just realized that, you know what, there's this whole world out there, and and there's all these dogs that need help, and there's these people that, you know, don't go out anymore because they they don't want to leave their dog at home, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 Tootie, unfortunately, Tootie wasn't very friendly <laughs> with other dogs, uh-huh. so we never got to go to dog park and we never got to go to dog beach and you know. And I kind of missed out on all that when I had her. So the day she died, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I want to make a difference. Uh-huh. I just I just whatever it is, I want to make a difference and and I want to honor her forever. Okay. Yeah. So this is all uh, a special thing for Tootie. Yes. 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 In her <laughs> She's our founder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and her picture's on the website if anybody wants to check it out. Okay. Now, do you have another pet? No. Are you planning on possibly adopting one, or are you just enjoying all the other dogs that come to the event? Well, it's funny you should ask me that, because I that was the plan. The plan was to enjoy other people's animals, but now I go to the events and I get jealous. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I, I'm definitely going to have another animal. I just had my 18-and-a-half-year-old cat pass away in oh, November. Uh-huh. So, you know, medical bills and still grieving, and then, you know, when I get to that point, I'll start a whole new family. Yeah. Well, you know what? You need to come to the Pet Place uh, TV show tapings every now and then and hang out with all the adoptable pets there. <laughs> I suspect you won't get to more than three or four without deciding to adopt one. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I did a day at the shelter with Justin Rudd. He did the Operation Santa Paw. Yes. Uh-huh. And I went to the shelter, and I thought, boy, someday, you guys, yeah. I'm going to walk in here and take a whole bunch of them. It's going to be one that just gets you, and yeah. there'll be no turning back. Yeah, well, I'm living in a place right now where I can't have a pet, but I'm going to be, I'm not going to be there long, so, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll get ready. It'll be changing. Yes, definitely. Cheryl, this sounds like so much fun. Um, I could see fraternity possibly becoming a nationwide uh, social club for people with dogs eventually. That would be great. We are in Orange County right now. Um, I, it's my plan to go into L.A. and San Diego. Uh, you know, obviously that's going to be just time. 
Yeah. You know, unless I find someone out there that really wants to dedicate Start their time and help me. Yeah. <laughs> call Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, call me, please. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing this with us. Yeah. It's really fun, really great. If you want to get involved, go to thefraternitysite.com, no spaces. Right. All lowercase. And that's F-U-R-ternity. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Fraternity. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you again. Thanks for having me. This we need to great. take a very quick break now, but we'll be back with Tamar Geller from The Loved Dog and some excellent dog training tips. So don't go away. The Pet Place Radio Show will be back in a jiffy here on KGIO AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to introduce and welcome to the Pet Place, Tamar Geller. Welcome, Tamar. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Now, I just got a really cool DVD from you, and it's called The Loved Dog. Can you tell me a little bit about the DVD? Absolutely. It's a companion to my best-selling book by the same name, The Love Dog, where in the book I can elaborate and explain in detail where in the DVD I can actually show to people how to do things. So it's the first DVD. We have another one coming out this summer and where this DVD shows all the basic stuff, how to teach your dog basic manners, where the second DVD is going to be more about Games. Oh, how fun. Okay, so yeah. you're, you're learning the basics in DVD 1. Yes. Now, is your book both the basics and advanced uh, yes. topics? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. How did you get involved with dog training? Well, I was an intelligence officer in the Israeli Air Force, and I spent time, spent time with the Special Forces, and it was very, very intense what I had to do. So when I finished my service, I went down to the desert and to help with behavior research of birds because I thought I'll go and be a psychologist. And um, when I was there, I so happened to run into someone who was doing research on wolves, and I would just simply go at night on my bike in the middle of the desert uh-huh. and go and look for the wolves because we had few feeding stations where if we would see a dead animal, we would bring it to one of those places. So the wolves would go at night, make their rounds to see if they can find any food that we have left in. So I would go from feeding station to feeding station, and when I would see them, I would simply sit and observe them. And I realized that they work in such harmony, accomplishing such immense tasks, and they're teaching everything to the young ones and reinforcing the packing order. Everything is done through games. So I realized that the way that the Army trained, or unfortunately a lot of other trainers use the same methods of you know, the dog has to be submissive, and you have to use choke chains and leashes and make scary noises and whatnot, that that's not the case, that you can actually use the way of the wolf, which is games. And when you think about it, dogs are obviously they're a little bit like wolves because their ancestors are wolves, but they're also a little bit like toddlers. Mm-hmm. Any dog owner can tell you that. And if you think both wolves and toddlers learn the best through games, Okay. So that's why I developed the Love Dog Method, and I was very fortunate to have many Hollywood celebrities as my client who introduced me to Oprah, and she became my client. And then when she launched my book, after using my method for over a year and a half, 
and seeing great results, then my book became a bestseller right away, and uh, and it's now spreading. The word is spreading, and of course, Humane Society of the United States endorsed me, and so it's 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 really now finally. People are realizing, wait a minute, I don't have to be a jerk to my dog, just like I don't have to be a jerk to my kids. That's right. Sometimes you know, it's hard to get that message across, though. Oh, but you know what? It's so quick. And on my DVD, you can see the ice skater, Scott Hamilton, his two-year-old son, training the dog wow. to stop jumping on him and to lay down and everything. When you realize a two-year-old can do it, then come on. You as a grown-up for sure can do it. It's really easy and it's really fun, and the beauty is the dog is begging you to keep play training him because it's all fun. Yeah. Well, anybody would want to do something fun than something I mean, that they don't oh, look You know, to. people said the dog hate, hate to lie down, to come in down and stay. In the love dog method, the dogs are begging you, please, please train me more because it's so much fun. You know, don't stop. It's just fantastic. So... I hear some dogs there over I in have, the background. Yes, Are those I your have dogs? dogs in here? Yes, <laughs> and I have uh, you know also a couple of celebrity dogs here. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Ellen DeGeneres' dogs are here because we just got back from a hike, and okay. you know I'm going to work with them on stimulating. Her dogs are actually perfect, but I take them a couple of times a week to stimulate them. The brain we teach them new words, and you're going to see it all on the DVD how we teach dogs new words. We teach them actually English. And it's, it's, it's just it's a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, it's not, it's not like I have a product that I just want to sell. This is the only way I can convey the, the, how easy and how much fun it is to be able to actually speak and communicate with your dog, to have the best relationship with your dog. And by the way, a lot of parents emailing me that they're using the same similar approach, the method, to their children. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's really basic psychology. It's a lot of fun. Well, tell me, what's your favorite lesson out of all the things that you, you've uh, taught on your DVD and in your book? What's the favorite I don't have one favorite lesson, but I love, the thing that I love the most is when the dog is not doing something, and then I show the owner how to do it with the dog, and a minute later, the, the, do, the owner is like, oh, my God, I was at Larry King's home the other day, and they got a puppy, a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, and uh, they had him since Christmas. And they're trying to teach him to sit and to lie down, and he wouldn't do it. And I'm working with, the, with Larry, his wife, and the kids. And I'm particularly with the kid because that's his dog. He got his dog as a gift. And within a minute, the dog is, like, sitting without even us, us, us having to ask him because they realize, oh, my God, it's so much fun to sit. Every time I'm sitting something good happen. At that stage, we're using the loved dog treats. We give him my treats, and but after a couple of days, we no longer give him treats because we incorporate it into day-to-day -day life, like we incorporated a kid saying please to everyday life. It's equivalent. The dog has to sit just like a kid has to say please. But it took two minutes, and I loved that look on the people's face, like, oh, my God. Now, <laughs> to teach the dog down, they don't want to get up. You teach them to lay down. I don't even teach them to stay. When I say the word stay, it's become a game. Because the down, the dog doesn't want to get up. It's as if they're lying there on vacation having pina colada, and I'm just going to them every so often and giving them refreshments. They're like, oh, my God, I love it. So, really, there's not one lesson. It's everything that your dog didn't do before, that if you use the love dog, you're going to see within minutes, minutes, seriously, minutes, the dog is like, oh, please teach me more, teach me more, teach me more. <laughs>
Well, can you give me an example of, of a game training technique? Yeah. Like one of the tough, toughest things to teach a dog, people think, is to come to them. Yes. And what it is, we simply turn it into a hide-and-seek game. We just take turns with, again, I, I develop my treats to that because they're human-grade and no preservatives because then I don't feel bad giving the dogs a lot of treats. Mm -hmm. And, again, we're t using treats only in the teaching phase. In the reinforcement phase, we give it, like, like Las Vegas, like jackpot, only every so often. So it's not like, oh, if I'm not going to have treats, my dog would not listen. That's not, that, that's not true. It's just the teaching. You can use the harsh leash or the treats. And I, use, I, use, I prefer to use treats. Okay. So we play hide and seek, and we are calling the dog by name. And he runs, and he has to find us. And it's amazing because they're not feeling they're getting trained. Mm -hmm. They love it. But also what we do, we, I make sure that the family never uses the dog's name when they're talking about him. Because when they do so, the dog is not jumping when he hears his name because they desensitize the dog to his name. I see. So we give nicknames to the dogs. Mm -hmm. So when we say the dog's name, like Biscuit, Larry's dog, we say Biscuit, and Biscuit was like just a young puppy. He's like three, three four months old. He's like, whoom, immediately his head like pops up, and he's like, where, where, where? And at the beginning, we, we had to do it in a very small area. Now we are hiding all over the place, and he's having the best time, not to mention it's an exercise. Okay. Now, when do you start practicing out in the big, bad world? Let's say you're outside, and mm -hmm. you want to make sure that your dog will come and not run out into the street. When do you feel confident that you've gotten to that point that if anything happens, you know your dog will come back to you? That's a great question. So what you do, you do it in stages. And the most important thing is not to look at it as a command that the dog would have to reply, to think about it as a relationship where the dog would want to come to you when you're calling him, not have to, dragging his feet, come to you because you said a command. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's not just about that behavior. You're doing it, it's, it's like a, a whole holistic thing. You build your relationship with your dog, doing everything that I, I would outline in the DVD, showing the dog how lucky he is to have you as the leader of the pack, okay. as their loving leader of the pack, not the Saddam Hussein leader of the pack, okay? Mm -hmm. You can be Saddam Hussein leader of the pack, or you can be Gandhi leader of the pack. They were both leader of the pack, right? you know? So what it is, you want to build a relationship that the dog always looking to you to get to see what your, what your opinion about something, what's your feedback. And then you start to do it with your dog, with another dog, just one other dog, and you see if your dog listens to you. Okay. Then you do it in two dogs. So you go to a friend's home, to a friend's yard. It doesn't have to be in a yard. It can be inside the home. Okay. You know, we do everything. I call it homeschooling. We do everything <laughs> in the home. Okay. And only after the dog develops the relationship with you, then you can take him to a, you know, closed fence, and enclosed like fence, a dog, dog park. park. Okay. Yes. And then you try it. If he doesn't try it, don't get mad. Just go and work more with your dog. Like if your dog doesn't come for you for treats, then make it that it's a necessity to come to you, not a luxury. Instead of using treats, use his dog food. Instead of giving the dog food for free, breakfast and dinner, make him work for that. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So yes. it's kind of like the different stages, but each and every stage is done with sweetness, with joy. That Not with harshness and, you know, being a jerk and calling it, you know, that you are in charge, being the leader of the pack. That's not the way. 
a dog would like to be treated like neither of us would like to be taught in that manner. All of us like to be taught a new skill with somebody who's kind to us. Okay. Tamar, we have just a short amount of time left. Where can somebody get your DVD and book? Well, they can go to my website, uh, tamargeller.com, and it's T-A-M-A-R-G-E-L-L-E-R. So it's gallery, two L and two E's. Okay. Tamargeller.com, and I would love for people to send stories and everything. We just started a new chapter on the website where people tell us they love stories with their dogs because it's all about love. That's that's so right, you know, and all of us at the Pet Place advocate compassionate training, so I'm so happy you were able to stop by and tell us about your DVD. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We need to take one last break, but we'll be back in just a moment, so please stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260 and 540. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and our friends at the San Gabriel Valley Humane Society would like to tempt you with a night of dinner, dancing, mocktails, raffles, and a silent auction. Come one, come all, and support a great cause. The San Gabriel Valley Animal League is hoping to raise funds for new medical equipment for San Gabriel Valley Humane Society. So not only will you have... um, a great night out, but you'll be helping out the Humane Society get some new equipment to provide low-cost spay and neuters for the community. So head on out on February 15th from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. to the Aztec Hotel on Route 66 in Monrovia. For more information, call 626-286-1159 or go to sgvhumane.org slash smoochapooch. And as always, I encourage you to check out the Pet Place website at PetPlace.org to find out more Pet Place news. And once there, click on the contact link and say hi or give us some suggestions for topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please, stay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. 